All right, back here on the Sports Blast, ESPN New Hampshire and ESPNNHradio.com. Been very baseball heavy to start the show for obvious reasons. MLB season 2017 kicks off tomorrow, and then the Red Sox open their season on Monday at Fenway against the Pirates. But we got teams with bigger fish to we, fry. Yeah, we got to talk yeah. about the Bruins as they wind down their season and continue their push for the playoffs. Dave, you uh, have a lot of takes backed up from the month that you've been off from the I show. I know. It's been a <laughs> this while. Is, this it's is your chance to just unleash take <laughs> overload. Honestly. Take I, dump I, right I here. I needed a take <laughs> laxative today just to get rid of all the takes that have been building up. Uh Look, the Here Bruins. Here comes his dump of the day. I, I was freaking out this time last Saturday. Was yeah. anyone else? Oh. In full on freak out mode over the Bruins. Yeah. Well, I mean. Pissing me off. I, they had just lost yeah. four straight. Mm-hmm. Right. We just watched them lose a terrible game and to Tampa Bay, in which they took three leads. Three leads. And, and within, within a minute <laughs> of each lead they took. They, they gave up a goal to let Tampa tie it, and then they gave up three unanswered in the third period to lose 6-3. to three. Tuca was terrible in the game against Tampa Bay. He wasn't that great in the game before that against the Ottawa Senators either. And Cassidy let the media know too. And right. Cassidy came out, called out his starting goaltender, didn't like throw him under the bus entirely, just said he's got to be better, which he did have to be better. Now, there was a, a huge controversy last Saturday going into the game against the Islanders in which Bruce Cassidy decides we're going to roll with Hudobin. And he sort of mentions in that press conference, well, you know, the guys I think get a little bit of a boost when you put Hudobin out there. He's a battler. So he kind of called out Tuka Rass there for maybe not fighting uh, as hard as he should have in order to stop some of the shots that they needed him to stop. So when you take a, when you take a one-goal lead... You hope that your $7 million goalie can make a save, a big save at the right moment to, to not just squash every bit of momentum that they gain by taking three separate leads in that game against Tampa. I think Cassidy pushed all the right buttons here. I honestly do. He yeah. made a great move. It would have been so easy, and I think it would have been uh, sort of Claude Julian-esque to just roll Tuka out there against the Islanders. He's your best option in net. But what it sort of does, when you go to Hudobin, not only are you sending a message to Tuca, you're sending a message to the rest of your team. Hey, you know who's in that tonight. Yeah. That's Dobie. That ain't Tuca Raskin there. So you better clamp down and play some defense tonight. You better get your structure back on defense. Because they were losing that defensive structure. Where it, and it hasn't been good all year. It's not like their defense is overwhelming or anything like that to any opponent. Right. But they had somewhat of a defensive structure. Bruce Cassidy comes in. The offense starts going off in that first 12-game stretch they had under Cassidy. It looked like d- uh, the best defense was a good offense. Then, it, then the goals sort of went away, and you needed that defensive structure back. And there were too many breakdowns, too many stupid penalties by this team. And you push the right button by putting Hudobin in net because you're telling your team and you're getting your team back in a groove where they have to play with the defensive structure. And in the last three, in the last two games, since that Islanders game where they've won back to back, they they've looked a hell of a lot better on defense. And Tuukka Rask the last two games has looked a hell of a lot better than what he did. Uh, last Thursday against Tampa Bay when he gave up six goals. I, I think what makes a good like coach or manager and a tactic that goes underrated is to push the players in a uncomfortable position where they get out of the comfort zone and say, you're actually not the starting goalie for us or you're not the starting player for us. Like I hate to refer to it as a football analogy with my team, but Adam Gase, he put Byron Maxwell on the bench. Byron Maxwell is the starting cornerback, keep in mind, Highly touted guy, 
Okay, he puts him on the bench and says, put, puts him in his place and says, I'm going to start a rookie over you. And that's exactly what Coach Cassidy did to Tuka Rask right. with Hugh Dobin. Wake up is, call. This, is this the right time to be sending yes, wake is. up calls? It, yes, it, it is. It was uh, against the Islanders. And look, yeah. at that moment, yes, it's probably your biggest game of the year. They were tied with you in the standings with a game in hand. You needed that win against the Islanders. C- and he pushed the right buttons. Not and not just because uh, you needed a victory there, but you needed the team to collect themselves Wake down the call. stretch here. Yeah. You, you know, the Islanders, biggest game of the year so far, but obviously after the Islanders, your next game is going to be the biggest game of the year. That's the point that the Bruins are at right now where every point in every game matters. You now have two games this weekend where you're going to see Tukaras start today against the Panthers. You're going to try and bank those two points because Florida sucks. Yep. You've got Chicago tomorrow, a game Hudobin's going to start. And you got to hope that throwing Udobin to the Wolves doesn't cost you two points. But at least I think the strategy is okay because you're, go- you're going with your goal, your best option in net, Tuka Rask, today against a lesser team in the Panthers. So you want to bank those two points. If you lose tomorrow against Chicago, fine. You've got Tampa Bay, who's one point behind you in the standings with a game in hand on Tuesday. So you currently control your own destiny here if you can win that game. But in the same breath, Tampa Bay does too. Because if Tampa wins that game Tuesday and they went out, they're in and not you. Dave, I want to bring up a stat because I found it pretty astounding. Um, so Tuca's um, shots um, last year on net was uh, 1,854 shots last season, okay? 2011, the year before that. This season, it's 1,500 and counting. There's five games left. You do the math, he'll probably reach 1,600, 700 shots on net. There's no excuses for Tuka Rask not to have a higher save percentage. No, his save percentage it, is, a, is a record low for him, a career low. Yeah, because the defense is actually blocking significant shots. So you got to play on all floors here. I mean, you got to be Superman at some point and lead this team into the playoffs the right way. Right. Uh, and, and it sort of leads me to what I've been wanting to say for the past four months about Tuka Rask. And I'll pose this to you guys real he quick. He should be because, traded. Overrated. No, no, no. I, I, want, I want to get into sort of goaltending mentality because a lot of people keep talking about, oh, well, Tuka doesn't make the save when it matters most. So he, Tuka's not clutch. In, blah, Ma- blah, blah. in March, he decides to take a little break. Uh, right. So, uh, so I'm <laughs> going to try really quick to explain to you goaltending mentality and how there's two types. And, and before I even get into it, I want to say that one type isn't necessarily better than the other. You know, it just depends on the goalie, and I'll tell you why Tuke is unique and why I think people are starting to see and get frustrated with some of the stuff that has frustrated me for years with this goalie. All right, so if you want to break it down to two types of goaltending in the NHL, there's type A, type B. If Tuke is type B, I would call it a positional technical goalie, but the mentality is a different thing than the style. The, the mentality of type B goaltenders is they're going to play within the confines of a defensive structure and they're going to use their positioning in order to let the puck hit them as opposed to making saves. Stationary. Now, type A, uh, who I like to use as an example, is Henrik Lundqvist for type A goaltending. You take risks. Is is not so much that you take risks, but Tim Thomas, a type A as well. They're they're not puck stopers. They're save makers. They rely more so on their reflexes and and reading the play in front of them as opposed to expecting the play to go in a certain direction and getting in position to let the puck hit them. And they either grab the puck or put the puck out of the way. Right. Uh, Well, and, and generally... Uh, type A would be better at controlling the puck, the puck behind their net. Right. Yeah. Now, I, I just want to sort of get into type A versus type B, what the style, what translates when you're talking about that mentality and how it goes into the style of play. 
Now, type B, because they're trying to get in position, tell me if this sounds familiar to you, if you've seen a goalie struggle with shots through screens. Yep. Okay? Now, type B is going to try and get in position. They're going to try and find the shooting angle, and they're going to try and be in position, but they're not going to get out of position in order to find the puck through the bodies. Right. They're not going to, to move around. They're not going to get down low in order to find the puck so that they have to make a reflex save when the player shoots it. Right. All right? They're trying to get into position right. in so order, if they're to, blocked in order and they to can't allow see the puck to just hit them. Get you'll in see, their zone. You'll yep. see Tuca get scored on on screens, all day long, yep. where it looks like he didn't see the puck go by him. It's because he didn't. It's because he was trying to hit the position in his crease where he thought he was on the right angle. He gets as big as possible, and hopefully the puck hits him. On a deflection or whether or not it gets through, he's hoping the puck hits him. Whereas Type A is going to battle through a screen. He's going to fight to look through screens. And he's going to use his reflexes to make saves. Right. All right, and the other thing about the Type B mentality, and you hear it with Tuca during postgame, he blames his teammates. He blames defensive breakdowns all the time. Type A has more of a propensity to just say, mm-hmm. next save mentality. Yep. I'm a goalie. No matter what, my job is to make saves. Yep. I stop the next puck. No matter what happens in front of me, if my defense breaks down, if there's a breakaway, no matter what's going on, if there's just broken plays, my job is to, no matter what, stop the puck from going in the net. That's type A mentality. Correct. Tuca is type B. Mm-hmm. And it does work. You can get more consistency out of type B sometimes. But type A is the kind of goal you want to go on wins. a run with, in my opinion. Yeah, exactly. That, that wins the Stanley Cup. Because when yeah. they're locked in, they're... Their reflexes are on fire. Yep. All right, they're reading the play is through the roof, and they'll stop any shot. And that's they and they will them. do anything, desperation saves to stop pucks from going in the net. So if you've seen sort of you know it, Tuka lets in these goals every once in a while just from being off his line, Cupcake like the Druan goal against Tampa. They're tied three to three in the third. Druan's coming down the left wing boards, takes a slap shot from the top of the circle, yep. and it goes right under Tuka's arm. Ridiculous. Why? Because it's, he wasn't in the right spot. It's because he thought he was on his line and he wasn't. He was off by maybe an inch or two, and Druan found the spot and tucked it inside the post oh. on a routine shot. Tuka barely. Reacted because he's thinking, I'm either going to swallow this up, or if it's to my left, it's wide. And that's type B mentality. I don't have to stop the puck. The puck's going to hit me. Mm-hmm. Type, type A, I prefer. I'm not saying one's yeah. better than the other, but I prefer a type A type goalie. Agreed. Because the reason why type A is it's a freelancer, kind of. Like where you see right. the puck and you got to grab it. Rogue mentality. Whereas type he's, B, he's you're focused stationary. focused on the puck. Exactly. Type A is focused on the puck, whereas Type B might be focused on the play. Mm-hmm. And I just want to add what makes Tuka unique. The fact that he hasn't played in big games these past couple of years. And if you, if you question his mentality, think of how he started his career as so, a Bruin. He went, it, it, now, Tim Thomas played in the postseason the year before Tuka really got his, his start here. And he went to uh, a 3-0 lead in the second round against the Flyers. Flyers yeah. And they blew the series. Mm-hmm. Four, no- four, four games in a row. Tuka Rask began his NHL career by choking away a 3-0 lead Thomas in a playoff series. That. It's not all on the goalie. It never is. It's easy to blame the goalie. But when you, when you blow that big a lead, you've got to look at the goalie and say, where were you to make that one big save that you really had to make to come through in the biggest of moments for your team? And we've seen it. Uh, again, he had a great playoff run. The year they go to the Stanley Cup against the Blackhawks, but he gives up two goals in one minute mm-hmm. to lose that series. And we've seen it now. Tuka uh, 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 copped out of the Finland game yeah. in, the, in the Olympics. 
and we saw the past two seasons now him choke down the stretch. He is he, what he is. And he is a, he has been who, a momentum the, killer. Is he going to be starting in that today? He is. So so Hudobin uh, gets the Blackhawks tomorrow. Yes. Who, do, who gets the game against the Senators? Because the Senators have been the Achilles well, Tampa's heel. Tampa's next. Well, no, I know. I'm skipping over Tampa because I think the Ottawa game is I the think key Tuka's game because good. they're going to lose to Washington. Tuka will will finish it out. If uh, if it, if it's necessary, right now, depending on it's, what other teams do, right, maybe it's not necessary it's that Tuka starts against Ottawa. Washington. Has been the team that's absolutely been Look, the Achilles' heel for this Bruins team the last this few will, years. This will be it. If every game matters, you've got Tuka today against Florida. You've got Hudobin tomorrow against the Capitals. You've got Tuka on Tuesday against, against Tampa Lion. Bay. Mm-hmm. You've got Tuca going Thursday, I believe, against uh, Ottawa. And then Capitals. On Saturday, correct? Yeah. Yes. And then you've got the Capitals to round it out Saturday. If that game matters, if you need the points to get into the playoffs, yes, Tuca's starting. Mm-hmm. So Dobin's last game is going to be tomorrow against Chicago. Unless unless they have it wrapped up and they're in the postseason yeah. by the time they play the Capitals, in which case, go ahead, throw Udobin in. It doesn't matter. Unless you really care about the matchup. You know, you might want to get third place in your division so you can avoid playing the Capitals in the first round of the right. playoffs. Don't forget, Tampa Bay is right behind the Bruins in the wild card race. They are right there. So that game Tuesday, mark it down. That is the biggest game of the year, uh, despite what happens in these next two games this weekend. And I, I Tampa's, th- I Tampa think, on Tuesday. I think your beating Ottawa would be a big, big win. Oh, it'd be huge, a- absolutely. But. And and you need some help from other teams. You right. need Toronto to lose a couple <laughs> games. You need Tampa to lose. Carolina is on fire right now, and you need them uh, to lose a couple games here as well because they are creeping up those standings as well. They're two points behind you now. The Islanders are two points behind you. So if you're the Bruins, it's still in your control. But you've got to win out. If you want to, if you want in, you have to win out. Yeah, otherwise you're going to need some help from other teams. 603-883-9900. Quick break here on the Sports Blast, ESPN New Hampshire. 1250 ESPN New Hampshire. Manchester's local ESPN. Ashish Sharma, Brian Roach, Dave Pollard, and Mark Lazell. Oh, you suck! You suck! <laughs> the Sports Blast. Every Saturday from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. All right, as we uh, wrap up our number two here, Dave's got some final Bruins thoughts uh, before we head out for a break. Short and sweet Bruins thoughts. Short and yeah. sweet. Uh, right. They're in a good went on a little bit of a rant there at the end. I don't know if you wanted to continue that. No, nah, not really. I mean, I, I just got sick and tired of hearing people on talk radio try and figure out what was going on with Tuca when I, when I see when I see what's happening with him and I sort of understand the mentality of what's going on. Like I used to play goalie. I hate even mentioning that. <laughs> because it's like, you know, oh, oh you played goalie uh, through high school. Oh, oh, so you can talk about being it. Yes, I can actually. You're the prototype. I can actually talk about it because I kind of understand hockey, all right? I, and I understand what it is to be a goalie. And so I kind of get the two types of mentality when I'm watching a goalie play. I break it into two types. There's that type A. He's going to he's gonna make saves with his reflexes and his Free reading lancer. of the play. Yeah. Right. He's going to make Tim Thomas-like desperation saves when it matters most. He's not going to care about breakdowns in front of him because his job is just to stop the next puck that gets shot his way. So, so I know we're talking Bruins, but yeah. uh, there's a little breaking news for the Red Sox. Oh, give it to us. Sel- Selsky is now the Who? 25th man because he plays first base. So Marco Hernandez got optioned. 
Yeah, Steve Selsky. Steve Selsky. Yes. So he is the. So he's going to be on the, the opening day roster. Yeah, yeah. probably going to be starting at first for Mitch Moreland if he can't go. If he can't go, it's uh, apparently it's going to be wow. fairly fluid. The twenty fifth man spot. Wow. At the beginning little, of the wow. season, that is just riveting news That's on he, April. Breaking. 1st. <laughs> he was hitting. He was hitting three fifty six in the spring. Ooh, so so Steve so. Selsky, this guy that we don't really know that much about, he is probably some nice bombs. So he's so is he so he's going to be the training. other first baseman on the roster. Earlier we were saying it was just Hanley and Mitch. Yeah. Moreland. What's the source? Uh, this was posted twelve forty two p.m. Uh, by uh, Evan Drellick of CSNNE. Wow. April, April, uh, happy April Fool's Day! There's, there's no way. Yeah, seriously. What if it's an April Fool's joke? <laughs> I don't think it is. No, I don't think beat quotes. writers are allowed Steve to do that. Steve Buckley <laughs> is also uh, tweeted it out okay, about so it's legit. Okay, yeah, so okay. it's legit. No one cares. <laughs> Back honestly. to the Bruins. Back to uh, the Bruins because the Bruins <laughs> are in a playoff run. Uh, so are the Celtics, which we're gonna get to. We're gonna get off the Red Sox for a little bit because it is April first. Like who cares? It's the beginning of the season. Whatever. <laughs> uh, so anyway, Bruins are in a good position now. They dug themselves a hole by losing four straight games. It was ugly. It was really bad. They H- lost to teams. They lost to teams they really couldn't afford to lose to as well. Mm-hmm. In uh, Toronto, Ottawa, and Tampa Bay, yep. could have been really bad if they lost to the Islanders. But uh, th- thankfully, they salvaged that game. Now Hudobin did play okay. He played okay, but he just makes you nervous, you know, because you you see him. He's he's off his position half the time. He's out of the net when he uh, makes saves. You know, there is the the type B problem. Is that they have this propensity to sort of type A problems are they have this propensity to sort of end up way out of the net when they make desperation saves. The best type A's kind of stay in the net. They don't care so much about cutting down the angle by coming out so far. Yeah. Uh like Lundquist, you'll notice, really stays in his crease. Because he's gonna rely on his reflexes. He doesn't need to cut down the angle so much, but he stays in his crease. Because as as you've seen with some other type A's, like a Hudoman, like a Tim Thomas even, when they make desperation saves, they can wind up in no man's land with a wide open net left for whoever might get the puck on a rebound. And, and Dave, I went to the game against the Nashville Predators, and that was a tremendous game, but you're on the edge of your seat because you don't right. know when the Bruins are going to give up that lead because right. you kind of see it coming. Before well, it even happens, their style right now is really to take a lot of risks. Yeah, uh, on uh, and that goes down to the defenseman, and that's a Bruce Cassidy staple. Really, is he wants his defense to pinch along the boards in the offensive zone to uh, keep pressure Live when you're die. in the offensive yep. zone, and and you see a lot of uh, defensemen breaking the puck out, almost creating a four man rush when you're coming up the ice. But the problem with that is it leaves you li- uh, you know kind of weak on defense if there's a turnover and it goes the other way which we've seen this team do a little too often over the past two weeks. So they're looking better right now. They've won three straight games against opponents that they really should beat. Um, And now they're coming up against a Florida team that they should beat today. They're not a good team, this Florida Panthers team. Bruins are giving up three goals. They're scoring three goals. They need to find out a medium there. And and, and I I appreciate what they've done the last few games to keep opponents off the board. They're making a – an actual effort to play some defense here. So let's hope that continues today against Florida. All right, wrapping up hour number two. When we come back, we'll talk about the Celtics as they also are winding down their season. We'll also have five questions at uh, 120. It's the Sports Blast on ESPN New Hampshire. You know what scares most people? Spiders.